It's 2023, which means we have the internet at our disposal to know exactly how markets work across everything. When you look at assets, people will usually go to traditional assets like property or their stocks. And then if you're feeling really excited, you go into something so speculative like crypto and then NFTs. And if you're someone like myself who does like nostalgia and understands how supply and demand works, Pokemon cards is an investment that yes, while sounds silly, is actually quite viable. So in this video, I'm gonna share with you some recent sets and recent data around what's actually been happening in the Pokemon investing world. I haven't made a video about trading cards for a long time. A couple of months ago, I went ahead and purchased a lot more in terms of Pokemon cards and recently have been quiet and I'll show you exactly why. But if you're interested in learning about something completely different, or you might be someone that's skeptical around what I'm actually gonna talk about when it comes to Pokemon cards, I promise you, you're gonna learn a thing or two, so definitely stick around. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Occasionally I'll talk about things like trading cards which will make you hit the dislike button or go, shit, I'm actually listening to a dude who talks about real estate all the time but then I just found out he likes Charizard cards. I don't know if I can take him seriously. The truth is I'm here on YouTube and you're here because you wanna get entertained but you also wanna learn a thing or two. Now I have very early on made the mistake of going down the path of not wanting to learn something because I was skeptical. I was like, this doesn't sound great, this sounds silly, I'm not gonna invest in it because I don't understand enough about it and how can you invest in something that's like cardboard? Like I played with these things when I was younger so why does it make sense now to actually invest in? Can you actually do that? Well. I'm gonna show you some graphs here and some recent data that's actually gonna blow your mind because when I finally learned about this stuff a couple of years ago, it flicked a switch. And then I thought it's too good to be true. And then a couple of years later, I realized I'm so glad I made the moves I did. And I'm gonna continue making those moves despite what people think of it. And by the way, I totally know that you're judging me right now, but that's the inner nerd in me. If I can make some money through something I actually love, that's the best place to be. So let's dive in. Now, in order to assess how these markets have been performing, we're gonna use a site called TCG Player. So you can go on there at any time it's a free website and you can see all this market data as well for yourself but what we're going to do is we're going to use this it's a US based site so all the numbers are in USD but I'm going to appropriate that for Australia but you'll get the ID anyway now what we have here is a booster box which is basically 36 packs in a booster box and that's usually how it gets sold now the reason I'm showing you this set which is called Silver Tempest is because it's the latest set that actually came in a booster box now we've had something like Crown Zenith come out but that is a specialty set so that only comes in ETBs now you're probably at this point you're like if this is your first Pokemon video you're like, what the hell is he talking about? Trust me, just stick around. You'll learn a thing or two. Now these booster boxes, usually what they will do is they'll get sold as a retail box in store. So people pick out one booster pack and then they pay for it. But you can actually go in and buy the booster box and you can also buy a case of six of these. And that's usually how the investors are operating. They go out, buy cases, have it stored somewhere. And that's what we try and invest into. But what we're seeing here is a graph, the price history of the last three months. Now what I wanna do is I wanna go out to the last six months. Now keep in mind, these are USD numbers. And when these products actually get dropped they come out with a pre-sale price and it's usually a lot higher and we can see this actually came out in August for the pre-order and then we suddenly see the decline as more supply comes into the market now this has played out time and time again anyone that's really picking it up in the beginning are maybe like content creators they really need the product early on but if you're someone that can wait you're pretty much better off waiting for the hype to die down and then go ahead and invest in whatever you wanted to so if you're going in and you're purchasing anywhere between sort of September and December you'd be actually purchasing this for about a hundred 
100 to 105 bucks. Now what's happened after that is just insane. What we're seeing is that currently prices are anywhere between $130 and about $136. Now that on $100 is a 36% increase in the matter of about four months. Now, could you have not timed it well and said got in at any time after that hype? Well, that's exactly what we're looking at. Your worst case is that you probably would have got in at about $110 and you would be in a position now where you're up about 25 to 30%. Now, keep in mind as we go through this, the reason I go to the numbers is because as much as this is about emotion and nostalgia for me, it's about making money. And contrary to what everyone thinks, they're like, you can't make money in Pokemon cards, especially if it's modern because there's so much out there. You can. And yes, it would have been great if we could go back 20, 25 years ago and saved all of those Pokemon boxes that we, you know, basically opened just to go ahead and play it in the playground. You can still make money today. And I'm showing you evidence that it still works. Now that was the most recent set. So again, you've picked it up straight after it's come out and then you go ahead and say, well, okay, let's go back to a set before that. And what we have here is Lost Origin. So if we look at when it came out and we go one year ago, we can see that the hype was there, which was in and around sort of May and June. And then we saw the prices fall and we've seen the low in about September, which was about a hundred bucks. And we can also see that anytime between July and November, you could have picked this up for about a hundred bucks. Now, if you did that and you actually held only for another three months, you'd be at a similar price, which is about 130 to $140. Again, representing about 35 to 40% increases in the matter of months. In this case, if you had gone and bought at the peak and you just FOMO'd in at 120 bucks, you would still be up by about 15 to 20% even today. Now the wins keep continuing. Next up here, we have brilliant stars. And if we look, this set did come out before that. And if we look at what the prices have been looking Looking like, we can see that in March to all the way through to about July, it was sitting at about $135. Now, the prices are sitting at about $180. And this is per box. So if you went ahead and got, you know, multiple of these boxes, you would have made quite a bit of money during this time. Now, in this case as well, you'd be up about 50 bucks, which is about 30 to 40% again, in terms of an increase on this product as well over the last couple of months. But does it continue? Now we have Astral Radiance, which is actually one of those sets that wasn't as popular, but I wanna show you that sealed product can win and it's based on supply and demand. So here we've got Astral Radiance. And if we go back one year, we can see that there was hype and people bought at the wrong time being 125 bucks. But if you hadn't gone in and bought anywhere in the lows, you'd be picking up this product for about 100 bucks and we've seen this play out again. 125 is basically what they're selling for right now. Now in this case, you can see that it didn't perform as well as say something like Brilliant Stars. And I'm gonna show you an example later in this video, which has absolutely gone crazy and happens to be one of the products I invested in. But you can see that if you pick the right products, you can actually do a lot better. And it's very similar to like real estate. Trust me to bring in Pokemon cards and real estate. But if you pick in the right locations that has more demand relative to the supply, you will win and you'll outperform the average of those markets. We can see in average, we're probably averaging about 25 to 30%. But when you look at products like Brilliant Stars going at 35 to 40%, you can see how they do outperform the average sets. Now, this is one of my personal favorites, Fusion Strike. It came out in 2021. And you can see that this product actually a year ago was selling for about 95 bucks. It had a low in May of about $90. And then we've seen that steady increase and now is selling for about 100 $135. Now I can tell you now I've got a few cases of this because I actually really do like the set. Now for me, if I like the set, I'm like, hey, someone else might like the set too. And it just made sense based on when it had come out and probably no reprints coming for this product. We can see that demand will continue rising as people continue opening up boxes and some keeping it stored. So the lack of supply will mean those prices increase too. But here we're seeing about a 40% increase on this product too. Now what I'm about to show you is probably the best performing booster box in Pokemon. But not only that, if we look at the 
performance of this product, it'll probably outdo what the S&P 500 has done for the last 10 years. So what we can see is evolving skies. Now here, about a year ago, this was selling for about $157. It had a low in July of about $140, and now it sells for about $360, which is about 250% increase in the matter of about six to seven months. It's been absolutely wild, this journey that we've had on evolving skies. It is perhaps one of the best sets that have come out by Pokemon. But if you had gotten in early, now I happened to pick this up a little bit later and picked it up for about $180 per box. But even then, it's still 2X up on that investment. Now you might be someone that's like, oh look, this all sounds great, but you're investing Pokemon cards. Like what's the longevity of it? How sustainable is this growth? Well, the reality is, yes, we start seeing that taper off. But even if you see the older products, which is where most people are thinking that's what you should invest in. If you had gone in and invested in those things, the prices now are almost 3,000 to 4,000% higher than when they were 20 or 25 years ago. Could that happen for these products? Maybe, I don't know. But with those products, you can go ahead and purchase them and even still are getting the return of about 10 to 20% every single year. And it compounds, things work in cycles, so you'll have ups and you'll have downs, but usually the trajectory is up. Now, as a reference, we wanted to look at what would happen if you invested that money into the S&P 500 five years ago. Mind you, we're talking about products over the last year. So if you went in and invested in something in the last year, when we've had a recession, we've had bear markets across every other asset class, we've had Sydney and Melbourne property prices coming down, what would happen if you did this in the S&P 500? Well, over the last five years, you would be up 43%, which is basically the same as me having gone invested six months ago in Pokemon cards. Now I'm not saying, hey, Pokemon cards are better than the S&P 500. What I'm saying is that if you simply sat there on the sidelines when I was making videos about a year, a year and a half ago on this channel saying, hey, maybe you should invest in Pokemon cards or you should think about these things and understand it, you'd be in a better position now than if you had invested five years ago in the S&P 500. Now I understand people are gonna get triggered. Maybe they're not even here anymore because it's a Pokemon video, right? The reality is that if you understand this world and you can mix that emotion with the logic and understand market forces, you can make a good return in things like Pokemon cards. Now it's not just Pokemon cards, it's collectibles in general. If you go out there and say, well, hey, you know what, Ravi, you're an idiot because you invest in Pokemon cards, they're cardboard. Go and tell the idiot that invested in Picasso paintings like a hundred years ago. And they can't even enjoy the utility of the art because what they do is they then have it sealed somewhere because they think it's an investment piece. It's the same as watches. When you go out there and say, well, I'm gonna have a watch, but I'm not gonna actually use the watch, which is what it's intended for. The reason why it appreciates in value is the brand and it appreciates in value because of the supply relative to the demand. What's the difference here? Now, again, there's gonna be so many pros and cons to going into Pokemon now versus not going into Pokemon. You could go into other TCGs like One Piece, Dragon Ball, Flesh and Blood. There's so many things out there, so many things to learn, but I urge you, to stay open with your thinking when it comes to investing in anything. If you're interested in real estate, but wanna learn how to make your money elsewhere in other asset classes because you can't borrow for a loan, think about these things. Open up your mind to learn more. And it's the reason why I create videos like this. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. If you have, definitely smash that like button, share it with someone else that's been probably skeptical or maybe your partner that's been going, no, it's not an investment. You're just buying it because you're a man child. Then definitely go share this video with them because I'm so glad I came across this years ago and I will continue investing a portion of my wealth in trading cards because I believe in the longevity of nostalgia and how this could work, not just with trading cards, but collectibles in general. I hope you guys have enjoyed this one. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.